Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, September 6th. And oh my gosh, I have to take a moment and just explain to you that I am number 12 on the TV and film charts as of this morning when I checked after my yoga class, I almost fell over. I am literally between Jon Stewart and not skinny, but not fat. What is life, y'all? I will never, ever not be excited to know that my podcast is doing well. And you know what's so cool is I didn't even have to interview Raquel, Rachel, to get good numbers. (laughs) That's just a little shout out to those who've been around for a few weeks. Um, I am floored. Dosers, you guys rock. I understand that I'm talking about something that is really, really big for a lot of you guys. I know the Heather McDonald and Jeff Lewis story is really interesting for you and it is for me too. The cool thing about it is hopefully you guys have found a new podcast and you guys have shown up here and said like, I don't know this chick. I don't know this Dana spelled Donna, but um, I mean this Donna spelled Dana, but uh, I'll explain to you guys. You'll get to know me if you stick around. I talk about all the things, right? We don't just talk about Jeff and Heather. We talk about all kinds of reality TV. Today, we're going to talk about a few different things in addition to the things you're here me for, here for. But um, And someone just on TikTok just said something really, really honest, which I actually appreciate. It says, okay, it took me a couple tries, but now I like you. I think it's one of those things. I think that, you know, uh, maybe I'm cilantro. No, cilantro is not right because cilantro, I think, is not an acquired taste. I think oysters, like you wake up one day, you're like, I'll try an oyster. You try it, you're like, this is disgusting. Or uni, took me a while. Now I'm obsessed. I love myself some sea urchin. So maybe I am the uni of podcasting. And those of you that have been around those dosers, shout out to my dosers who have been here from the very beginning. I don't want to miss any names, but I always want to shout out those that I know have been there. Ray, Lourdes, Sarah, Cara, um, oh my gosh, MLF on TikTok. There's so many of you guys, and pro- I promise I'll get to you if I haven't said it. Jamie, you guys are killing it, and and you've been there for me, and I appreciate it. Um, I got a DM this morning because here's the thing about it. When you're talking about these kinds of things, and I like to kind of break the fourth wall of this podcast world because I used to not be a podcaster. Up and, I mean, I had a podcast, but not in the entertainment industry. But I know this industry. I used to be a casting director, so I'm – I'm friends with a lot of people in the business side of it, and I also know a lot of other podcasters, so we all chat. I like to break the fourth wall and tell you guys kind of what's going on and, you know, the process and everything. And so talking about this kind of stuff is is very, very um, – it's very tricky because even if I am not bringing my own opinion to things, which I do bring my own opinion and I will continue to, but there's certain days like yesterday where I tried to be very, very unbiased. I was telling you exactly what I heard and just relaying it. And still, and still I got so many DMs and messages and comments saying you're, you're a piece of shit. You're biased. 
you know, is Jeff Lewis paying you to say this? It's like, come on. No, I wish he was. I would not be opposed for being on Jeff Lewis's payroll or Kris Jenner's. So I will start talking about the Kardashians. Just kidding. I am not on anyone's payroll. Literally, I am a self-produced podcast. This is a one-woman show. What you're seeing here is a one-woman show. It's me, myself, and I, and my camera, and you guys on TikTok. So let's get into it. Today, we're going to talk about a few things. I'm going to start talking about a couple other things that have jumped out at me, like my Joe Jonas sighting this morning. Then I'm going to get into a few minutes of Real Houses of Salt Lake City, y'all. I don't do a recap. You know me, but I just want to give you my thoughts. And then I'm going to talk about Jeff Lewis. I'm going to talk about Heather McDonald. And I'm going to talk about Justin Martindale. These are things that all um, new information that came out yesterday. I know you guys are here for that. And if you're so lovely, you'll write, put a timestamp in the comments, someone, because I don't do that. And I know that you guys, uh, you know, get annoyed when I don't. But like I said, one woman show. Okay, let's talk about it. Oh, really quickly. Well, I'm going to get into the word Patreon later because it's a very hot button issue. But remember, Wednesdays are my Patreon day. I do release an additional episode. And I have my Patreon happy hour Zoom on Friday. So if you want to hang out on Friday afternoon, evening, you let me know. All the information is below. And then the Facebook group. Join the Facebook group for free. Okay, let's get into it. Joe Jonas. So as you guys know, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have announced their divorce. It was like, uh, you know, leaked by TMZ a few days ago. I am personally a little too old, I think, for Jonas Brothers, like gossip. I'm not personally that invested or interested in them. I used to work for Disney and with Disney. So I did definitely have a little bit of a um, connection with the Jonas Brothers, like just peripherally because they were there. But remember, I was like, on the older end. So I didn't, I wasn't a fan of Jonas Brothers. Like ask me about NSYNC and just, and Backstreet Boys, like that's my peeps, right? But I am personally not a Jonas Brothers music. Like I don't go to their shows or know anything about them. But of course they're in the news. You know who they are. They have these high profile marriages, at least Joe and the younger brother, Nick, because Nick is uh, married to Priyanka Chopra. And, um, but and I really don't care about the Joe Jonas stuff. So I'm not going to bore you guys with the Joe Jonas, Sophie Turner things. Cause there, you can find that on a lot of other younger podcasts, but I saw Joe Jonas this morning and I feel like that is, we should take a moment, right? I live here in Los Angeles. I'm actually in the city of Sherman Oaks, which is like, if you know the Valley, I've talked about this a few times before, but there's like, if you're driving down Ventura Boulevard, just like, um, all I want to do is have some fun. Remember that song? To the sun comes out over. Oh, no, that's Santa Monica. <laughs> Shit. There's a song about Ventura. Oh, you know what it is? Now I'm free, free falling. He talks about um, the valley. Okay. There's Studio City. There's Sherman Oaks. And then Encino. And then you get into Tarzana and like Calabasas and stuff down there. Okay. So I am in Sherman Oaks and there's a breakfast spot right by my house. And my girlfriend, my neighbor, Jenna, shout out Jenna. She was walking this morning with her dog and she called me. She's like, Donna, I have some insider scoop. Joe Jonas is sitting right outside of this restaurant. I'll just say it's Sweet Butter. Um, He's right outside of Sweet Butter, sitting with his kids, two young kids and his... um, and a young woman, but not Sophie. 
I was like, shut up. I said, go back and take a picture. She goes, I can't. He's right in the front and I'm walking my dog. I'm like, maybe the kids will be into the dog. Go and put your kids in, get the kids into the dog. Like get in there, Jenna. And she was like, I can't, I can't. They didn't pay attention to the dog. They're young. Those kids are young. They look like three-ish, four. I don't know. So of course I was driving home from the dog trainer. Um, And I'll tell you guys, if you're interested in a dog trainer in LA, I'm working with him right now and I'll tell you guys how that goes later. But I was driving home and I got off the freeway and I was like, okay, I'm driving by. And I made a left turn right before and I see him, but I couldn't get a picture. I'm like, I'm going to get in a car accident. I'm going to be the the creep. So I'm driving around the block. I'm like, Jenna, I got to go. I'm going to take video. So I hold my phone out and I drive very slowly, not looking to the side, just pushing it out my camera. I mean, out my window. And sure enough, I got home. I slowed it down. And there you go. You see Joe Jonas. So Joe Jonas is, is, is in Sherman Oaks right now on Wednesday, September 6th. Go find him. Um, he seemed fine. He was eating his breakfast, probably his bacon and eggs with his kids and probably the nanny. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens with that. Um, I just thought that was kind of fun. Celebrity gossip and celebrity sightings are always kind of fun, don't you think? Okay, let's move on really fast. I'm actually going to try to see if I can get some timestamps here because I'm going to try to get to the good stuff. I know you guys are here for the good stuff. Um, let's go into Real Houses of Salt Lake City. So just so you guys know my history with this show, I didn't, I was not that into season one. Like I tried and then I got off it, but then I got back into it season two. I believe this is season three. Am I crazy? It's not season four, is it? Well, one thing you'll know about me is that sometimes my kids, eight and 10 years old, want to watch reality TV with me. And it will be, oh, it's season four. Thank you. And it's, it'll be late at night. It'll be like nine o'clock. They're supposed to be in their rooms, but they don't want to go to sleep, whatever. And I'll say, come up here and just lay in bed with me for five minutes. And if I'm watching a Real Housewives, this is my homework, you know? I'll be like, you can watch it just for five minutes, but then I'll always have to pause it if it's talking about something bad. So they used to watch episodes of Salt Lake City with me, not like full episodes, but scenes with Mary. All they wanted to do was watch Mary. And Mary, it's Crosby, right? Or is it Cosby? Now I can't remember. She is such good TV because she's wackadoodle time. Like she is the... She is literally the um, the definition of wackadoodle time. The best was when I went into my open house last year and I spoke to the teacher, my Cosby. No, there's a Crosby and then a Cosby. You guys, which one is it? Crosby. There is a, um, there's my teacher of my son's second grade class last year, Rebecca. And during like parent-teacher conferences or open house, whatever, she goes, oh my gosh, Donna, Oliver and I have the same favorite show. I was like, what? She said, Real Houses of Salt Lake City. We both love Mary. I was like, oh my God, this is this is getting too far. This is too far that my eight-year-old is like telling his teacher that that's his favorite show. Oh my God, she's so funny. I laughed out loud. So the episode starts, it's super high drama. Like the first scene is this crazy Heather Gay. She's, um, you know, she's in Bermuda or something and she finds something out and she's freaking out. And then it says four months earlier, but it's such a dramatic show. Here's one thing I can tell you about Salt Lake City. I love the characters. Lisa Barlow, obsessed with her. I don't know what it is about her. I think she's adorable, obsessed. I like, I'm obsessed with her. Everyone else, I could take it or leave it. Meredith Marks though. Meredith Marks and Lisa are my girls. Here's the one thing about Salt Lake City. Tell me I'm crazy. You see their Botox. Like their Botox is basically like squeezing out of their skin. They are so like, mm. 
Like they are so filled. It's insane. I've never seen such Botox face. To know if someone has Botox face, here's what I think I, I can tell you about Botox face. Because that happens to me too. I get Botox in my, in my forehead, a little bit of my crow's feet, and right like, you know, in between my, um, my nose, like between my eyebrows. I have a, a rogue eyebrow. This eyebrow, if you're watching the YouTube, is rogue. Meaning if I don't put Botox in it and smile, like when I was pregnant and couldn't get Botox, this eyebrow is up here. Okay? So when I get Botox, I have to get like a different amount on both sides. Like the technician who does it, she knows now. But when I don't get the right amount and I smile, I look like, <laughs> I look like someone drew me in like a, on a drunk drawn painting, you know? So I, I feel like they're all so gorgeous, but they're all, when they smile and talk, their eyebrows are going every which way. It's really entertaining for me. The Mary scene when they see her walking in towards Meredith Mark's store and it's a big reveal that Mary is back on the show and they keep flashing back to these moments that she had on the show. I actually LOL'd. I laughed out loud. Mary is comedy on TV. She's comedy. She doesn't hold back. She says whatever she wants. It's so funny. Um, oh my gosh. It's so interesting. One of the comments is, I used to be Mormon and used to live in Utah. The plastic surgery pressure in Salt Lake is crazy. I also was thinking, is it like an altitude situation? It's so weird. They are so filled. And I say this coming from Los Angeles. And like even Real Houses of Beverly Hills, I don't think look like that. Maybe it's just bad plastic surgery and bad Botox. Like it's off. I don't know. No one has a symmetrical face on that show. I mean, I don't have a symmetrical face, so I'm not like talking badly, but it's fun to watch. I actually am very into it. I'm curious to see what happens this season. I'm just happy to have like new people to talk about, right? It's always fun. Okay. <laughs> Someone said, you can get plastic surgery, et cetera, but not drink caffeine. Make it make sense. No one can make anything make sense anymore. All righty. I will be watching and I'm interested to see what happens. And I know Southern Charm is around the corner. We've got some new good shows that are coming out. Okay, you guys, who's ready to get into it? Who's ready to get into Jeff Lewis Live update, Heather McDonald update? All right. If you watch yesterday's show, which thousands and thousands and thousands and multi, multi thousands of you did, you saw that I shared how Jeff really went all in on Heather on his show yesterday. If you did not see like the background of why this happened, go watch yesterday's show or go find someone else to tell you what happened because it's yesterday's news is yesterday's news or at least yesterday's morning news. Um, I tried really hard to just give you guys the facts. I didn't share per personal opinion really. I really haven't on yesterday's. I did say a little bit in my comments yesterday, and I did say it on the show actually too, that it did feel like a lot. It was a lot, right? I just know this from, from posting on TikTok, from posting on YouTube, from seeing on my Facebook group, from like, et cetera. Heather and Jeff are so neck and neck with the amount of people that love and obsess over them and the amount of people that despise them. It's crazy. Like, I truly believe, and I say this with all my heart, I truly believe that the Chumps, that's Jeff Lewis fans, and the Juicy Scoopers, that's Heather's fans, are the most passionate fans there are out there. And I say this even like considering like the tree huggers, like Teresa's fans. 
who go all in too. But I've talked about Teresa and I still have never gotten comments the way I get comments when I talk about Jeff Lewis or Heather McDonald. It's so interesting. And I wonder if it's because you listen to them so many times, like Jeff is five days a week, Heather's, you know, two days a week, plus she has like her Patreons and stuff. Do you think that it's because we listen to them so much that we feel like we're their friends or what? I personally, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I have my feelings too, obviously I have my feelings too, but I am not losing sleep over it and calling people names over it. So I'm interested why it's such an emotional investment for people. It's really interesting to me. I think people are incredibly emotionally invested in this. Maybe it's because they relate to it. Maybe they feel like, oh my God, I've been on the receiving end of people being mean to me, or I've been on the receiving end of someone, you know, treating me the way that this person treated me. So it feels like a relatable thing, but never in a million years have I seen comments the way, like the investment the way that, like when I talk about a reality show, but this is a reality show. Like we are straight up watching a reality show right now, except there's no cameras, but someone needs to get Andy in a camera, right? Um, they are shooting Hollywood Houselift right now, which is, you know, Jeff's Amazon show. I don't believe this will be in it. I do think Brandy and Julie stuff will be in it because I mean, I don't know if specifically the name is Brandy and Julie, but the fact that Jeff has a new channel and he's trying to staff it and he had to fire people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a few players going on right now about, you know, that are involved in this. It originally started with Justin. Well, it actually originally, originally started with Heather and Megan. Then it moved into a Justin and Heather situation. Now... It's a Jeff versus Heather, Justin versus Heather, Kelly Dodd is even getting involved now. So there's like so many players. Now, people like me and uh, Zach Peter, shout out to my boy Zach, are just talking about it. We're not players in the game, okay? People are talking to us about it and I'm getting a crazy amount of DMs from people that are involved in it firsthand and also like second and third hand, people that have heard things or talked to people or know people from the past, whatever. I'm getting a lot of that, but I'm not in this game. Zach's not in this game. We don't have skin in the game. For me, I'm reporting the news. I'm reporting what you're you're interested in. So yesterday after Jeff's show, I think the world that is involved in this and the Jeff Lewis live and the, you know, Heather McDonald world were just like gobsmacked. Like it was crazy, right? It was crazy. It was a lot. We got a lot of information. And Jeff, we know this about Jeff. This is not shocking that he would do this. He's done it before about other people. He will continue to do it about anyone that he has beef with. He has a platform and there you go. Heather was fairly silent all weekend long. Like we did hear from her, of of course, from her emergency Patreon, but we haven't heard anything public. We didn't hear anything public since Monday. And then yesterday she released a pre-recorded episode with Fortune. So she didn't mention anything on that episode. And then of course today we wake up and there is some stuff. So let me explain that one. First of all, Heather went to Craig's last night for Lala's birthday. Lala Kent, who's become Heather's very close friend. Like they spend a lot of time together. Um, I know a lot of people question like, why is she so close to the Vanderpump people? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she lives in Palm Springs. Lala lives in Palm Springs. They're friends, like whatever. 
Um, so she went to Lala's birthday party or birthday dinner at Craig's. This is like fi- the 15th Lala Kent celebration that I've seen on Heather's stories. Um, right? Don't you feel like they were just constantly celebrating Lala's birthday? So from what I saw, there was Heather, there was one of the guys, Logan, who's been like kind of a peripheral character on Vanderpump Rules for years. There was like a rumor that he and James hooked up, I think, years ago. Um, He's very close with Lala. There was another couple guys I don't think that I know. And then there was Josh Flagg. Um, Yeah, I'm with you. I just think that it's just, it's, it's a little... I don't want to judge, but I think it's a little weird that Heather's friends with all these younger people. I do. I do. Okay. I mean, it's one thing if like once in a while, right? But this is like your crew and you're hanging out with these, you know, late 20, early 30 year old people. Like it's a little funny. I don't know. I'm 42. I would, I have some friends that are younger. No, (laughs) I spend a lot of times with time with people in my, like my age range, but whatever. Okay. So Craig's is definitely a paparazzi haven. Craig's is where you saw Taylor Armstrong get wasted talking about the reunion for uh, Real Housewives of Orange County last week. We've seen Craig's when Kyle Richards went there with Teddy Mellencamp for Teddy's birthday. Craig's is the spot if you want paparazzi, okay? Now, there's ways to go to Craig's and not be seen by paparazzi. There's back doors. There is ways to, like what Jeff Lewis said today, he was like, I don't know about you guys, but if I know there's paparazzi and I don't want to be caught talking to them and just standing there, I usually try to set up so that my car is ready before I go outside and sit there, right? I would do the same personally, unless you want paparazzi. I mean, there's certain people that really want to be in the limelight. So, Someone reminds me really fast who the account was on TikTok that posted that TikTok this morning. I want to say it's the joy of everything. Okay. So the joy of everything, um, I believe. Yeah. Joy of everything is a TikTok account. And I guess his thing is that he like goes and films these things, right? He films like, I I don't even know. I've never seen his account, although I'm following now, of course. But he was filming right outside of Craig's. There was a ton of paparazzi. There's this one guy. If you live here in LA, there's this one dude that you will see everywhere. Every time I go to the Studio City Farmer's Market, he's there. He's kind of like a heavier set short dude, uh, brunette. He's got like always, you know, his big crossbody bag. I I wonder if that's the guy that always is like, hey, Tom, tell tell me about Raquel. You know, I have no idea. So he was... So she walks out and he was live. This joy of everything was live on his TikTok. And so people were saying that's Heather McDonald. I thought it was kind of funny to watch because like not a lot of paparazzi knew who she was. Like you hear a lot of people saying like, who's Heather McDonald? Like, who is that? Who is that? Oh, he's an ex-TMZ guy that does his own thing now. Thank you so much. So he films her and he says, uh, so, so tell me about Jeff Lewis because in the comments, people were saying, ask her about Jeff Lewis. So he didn't know anything about this. This joy of everything was just literally listening to people that were asking. And he said, tell me about Jeff Lewis. And Heather said, huh? I don't know him. So for those of you that don't know where this comes from, this is from like a, you know, a Mariah Carey J-Lo moment from years ago, I think. Um, Andy Cohen has done it about Kathy Griffin. 
it's it's a typical thing that you do when you are beefing with someone and you don't want to give them the attention and you want to pretend like I'm better than that. I don't know him. Who you're talking? Who you talking about? What are you talking about? Don't know who you're talking about. Um, and then she just stood there. Okay. <laughs> I think. Look, you you heard what I said on yesterday's show. And I spoke to my friend who's a publicist, okay? And she's a doser. And she's a publicist for a lot of reality stars and different people and like podcasters. And I asked her, I was like, honestly, what would you say if you were her publicist right now? And she's very invested in this. She's a Heather fan. She likes this. Like she's into it. And she said, um, hold on. She said, I would tell her to own up to take accountability in a public way. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing her because I'm not going to read her text to me. But I would tell her to own up. I would tell her to paraphrase. I would tell her, I mean, not paraphrase. I would tell her to uh, show uh, vulnerability. I would tell her to take accountability. I would tell her to come to the table saying, I've done, you know, I'm not perfect. I've definitely probably messed up a lot of relationships in in different ways and I'm so sorry for hurting people's feelings and I'm also hurt and I also feel like I've been done wrong and so on and so forth. Um, she also suggested she would do this on the public free podcast, not her Patreon. And then she said, and then after that, I would tell her to just quiet down. Just don't do anything public for just a little bit. Almost like just retreat. Do your podcast but don't go out and like post a ton of stuff and like get yourself out there. Right now is the time to show a little humility and like be a little humble and just really kind of take a moment, take a moment. I actually said yesterday on yesterday's show, it would, it would mean a, the world if she does come on her public podcast and just say, I understand that a lot of my juicy scoopers are feeling like I've changed. I understand a lot of my audience feels like, you know, whatever. If you watch Zach Peter's podcast yesterday um, that I did with him, Zach Peter and I, Zach also had a great suggestion. I think this is the moment where you show like, I'm a human. I'm flawed. I'm not perfect. And I've definitely done wrong. But at the same time, this is how I feel, whatever. So far, we have not seen that. Of course, she has not released a free uh, her public podcast. It will come out tomorrow. I have no idea who the guest is. I don't know if she's doing it live or day of. I truly, truly in my heart hope that she speaks about this in the public show. She has been known to do it only on Patreon when it comes to personal issues, but I think this is more than just a personal issue. A lot of you guys are saying, um, well, of course she should go on Patreon. It's her own story and it's her own issue. And I do agree that she has the right to make money on Patreon. I'm not anti-Patreon. I have one. I would be crazy if I was anti-Patreon. But this is now such a big public issue. It's been released so publicly out there right now between so many people like Justin spoke about it on his free podcast and Jeff spoke about it on his radio show. And yes, I know a lot of you guys are going to say – um, Jeff is behind a paywall too. And I hear you and I think he hears you too. But the difference is he puts it all out there on this one subscription base that he's, his only platform is subscription based. And he's, and it's not just Jeff's subscription. It's a serious radio show for all of the people and all of the stations or whatever. And Jeff said today, he's like, well, the difference is I'm not saying if you do want more or if you really want me to tell you anything, come on over and spend more money. 
I got a lot of hate for this, for this conversation yesterday. I want you guys to realize that I don't give a flying F if Heather makes more money or not. It's not personal to me. I am not getting a piece of her money. And in fact, as you can see right now, there is space for all of us to succeed. Okay. There's space for everyone to succeed. Heather is doing really well on her podcast. It doesn't take away from my success and it doesn't take away from Jeff's success. We can all do well. There are, there is room. And so that's why I've never been in this, like, she can only do this if I don't, or he does, or they do. That's not who I am, right? And so I truly believe that the reason why I care about doing it on the public or private is not about my personal gain or my personal loss. I don't give a fuck. It's because I really want, like, I want for Heather to be able to come out of this in a better way for her. Like it, to me, it feels like right now she's, I know you guys, I I don't even know how much deeper I want to get into this. I think it would be, it would, it would be the best look for her if she said it on her show, Juicy Scoop, which by the way, is the number one show on Apple podcasts. Apparently today she posted it. Maybe it's in comedy. I can't remember if it's number one or just number one in comedy. I believe it would do her well. I believe she would get a lot of public, um, you know, she would gain the support of a lot of her, her people on the fence. And I also think it's really important because, um, I think the idea of saying, you all know the drama, you all know that there's stuff happening and I'm going to pretend like everything's okay publicly and then really get into it. If you give me money does feel weird. Cause it's one thing if she said, here's my deal. I am going through all of this on the public and then said, but I will talk more about it on the Patreon. That's okay. That's what I do. That's what everyone does. Does that make sense? Now, Patreon, Joey Zauzig was Jeff Lewis's guest today and said, um, I think, you know, Patreon is the really real winner here because everyone is talking about Patreon. And then, of course, a lot of people are like, this is such bullshit. Why is everyone trying to get Patreon? I'm going to break the fourth wall again as a podcaster, as a new podcaster with you guys. Patreon is a way to offer additional content for additional money. Some people offer merch. Some people offer free tickets. Some people offer, you know, perks. Some people just offer free content. Some people offer Zooms and happy hours and get-togethers and whatever. I truly believe Patreon is a wonderful, wonderful thing for creators like me and for these other people, Heather too, who want to, you know, give more and get more. It's like me doing a show and asking for you to pay a ticket. You don't have to. You're not forced to. So Patreon gets a bad rap in all of this, but I really don't think it should. Um, I think that we should support creators. And if you really like a, a podcaster or really like a TikToker or really like a YouTuber or whatever, and they have a Patreon and you want extra content and you want more access to them, like get in there, girl, get in there, guy. Like don't feel, you know, like yeah, like you have to. And I would never hold it against anyone if they didn't ever just want you to know that, but it's not a bad thing. And I don't fault Heather for having a Patreon. I really don't. I don't think it's a bad thing. I know Jeff was kind of throwing her under the bus. I don't believe that it's a bad thing. Okay. Um, couple more things. So that was last night at Craig's. 
I did hear from Justin Martindale yesterday. Okay. Justin and I have just recently started connecting since this whole thing happened. Um, he saw my YouTube last week when I talked about it and we started talking. He and I don't have a friendship from before this, but we have been talking, you know, on, um, on, uh, we have been talking on social media a little bit. Okay. Justin. And like I said, I, I asked him, I said, can I, can I, tell you, you know, can I tell my audience what you're telling me? And he gave me some information and I'm not going to share all of it because there was a couple of things. He was like, yeah, but not this, not that. But I will tell you this. Um, he did say that Heather has reached out to a lot of people since all of this went down, even before all of this went down, reached out to Megan. We've heard that, right? Like, let's go get coffee. Reached out to Krista about the earrings, reached out to Jeff last week. She even said that. I think she said that. Justin has not heard from Heather, not once, okay? I kind of understand. I'm not going to lie. I kind of understand because I do think that um, Heather's hurt by Justin. Like two things can be true, right? Two things can be true. And if Heather wasn't hurt by Justin, it would be really honestly strange because like you were friends, right? And now all of a sudden you're not and it's public and stuff. So I get all of it. Not saying that she didn't do anything that deserved him talking about her. I do believe two things can be true. Um, But Justin did tell me that he got a text from Heather at 5 p.m. the day that he was supposed to release that podcast. So he was supposed to release the podcast at 9 p.m., Pacific time last Wednesday. He heard from her at 5 p.m. And it was a text that says, I hope you don't say anything defamatory about me. If you have any questions, please call or text me. And Justin didn't love that, right? Because it, again, feels like, why aren't you calling me? Why aren't you coming to me? Why do I, Why is it always that I feel like I have to come over to you, et cetera? Um, and Justin said, you know, the earrings thing is real. This earring story came back on Jeff Lewis Live today. The earring thing. We'll talk about the earring in just a second. But Heather basically was saying that she wasn't really close with Krista. She had a birthday party recently, and it was Brandy and Julie and Krista at the birthday party. So they are close. They were close. This is not like an unknown thing. Um, the earrings. I told you yesterday on the show that Krista had mentioned that the second Jeff Lewis aired his show, the text came in from Heather. Jeff read it on today's show. And it basically said something along the lines of Jeff saying, I mean, Heather saying, apparently I have your earrings or I lost your earrings. Can you please tell me how much they cost and how, how do I get them back to you? And it went back and forth a little bit. Krista said, well, I got them in La Jolla. Um, I think they're in like the 2000 to 3000 world. Um, and Heather is saying that she did not know they were real. Okay. I can't honestly believe that. I just can't, you guys. I know that that's going to sound crazy. I don't understand how in the world you would ever want to buy fake diamond hoop earrings to go on a vacation. Go to Claire's? Like, I'm so confused. That seems like a really strange approach. Personally, I do believe Heather believed that they were real. I think um, Jeff said everyone that knows Krista knows that she's not going around wearing fake jewelry. I have no judgment on fake jewelry, by the way. I wear a lot of it. Um, 
But I think that the goal here is to say that like Heather was acting like I had no idea that you needed them back. And Krista said, I have been reaching out to you. Like check your DMs for the last few weeks. Um, it's convenient a little bit. It does feel a little convenient, you know? It does. Um, Heather, Heather then said, you know, what's your address? I'll send you the money. So clearly she knows that she had the earrings and she lost it. She wouldn't send money just to shut her up. If you didn't steal the, not steal, if you didn't borrow the earrings and lose the earrings, you're not paying someone, right? So we know that this actually did happen. But I think what Jeff said today, which I think is really interesting, and I've had a friend like this before, why aren't you saying sorry? Apologizing and taking ownership of things you do wrong, is it goes a really long way. And that's what I'm saying. Like for Heather, I just wish she could say, I'm sorry that I lost your earrings. Or to Justin, I'm sorry that I didn't stand up for you in the comments. You know what I mean? Because I don't think a lot of people understand that like you can let a lot go away. You can get a lot to go away if you just apologize. Now, someone said he ripped her for a whole episode. The punishment doesn't fit the crime. This is about Jeff Lewis. I don't believe that that was the only crime, in my opinion. I think that this was a host of things going on. Um, Jeff obviously was just talking about right now, but I think that my guess is that this is a, an unhealthy relationship and it's been building and building and building. And this was the straw that broke the camel's back. I still think Jeff went, whoa, hard yesterday. Like, whoa. I think Jeff has been holding on to a lot of emotions since the Megan Heather drama, since the Brandy and Julie stuff. I think this has been a long time coming. Heather, when Heather and Megan had their falling out, Jeff was caught in the middle. Remember that? Like Jeff was caught in the middle and Jeff felt like this sucks because now Jeff Lewis obsessed the show and Jeff Lewis and Sirius are getting like all these threats. I'm canceling you. I'm never listening to you. And Jeff was like, I wasn't even there. Right? It's just reminds me like on my Facebook page yesterday, someone posted on my Facebook page, a joke picture that's going around on Facebook. I didn't make it. I have no idea where it came from. And it's like a joke that Heather has a $100 Patreon and Wednesday's guest is Jenny Poulos and Thursday's guest is Gage and Friday's guest is another one of Jeff's ex Scott. It's actually really funny. Um, it was just a joke, but someone posted it on my Daily Dose of Donna Facebook page and one of the comments is like, oh, I thought you said you're not biased. I'm like, I didn't freaking post it. It's not me. I'm not going to get to that place where I have to approve every single post. I really hope I don't have to. Oh, speaking of, remember I told you guys that Heather told me in a DM that she hasn't let new people into Juicy Scoop Obsessed for months? Well, I'm getting a lot of DMs from you guys that you're all getting in, whether it's this week, last week, last month. And I can show you right now that my request is still pending on Facebook. So she's not telling me the truth, okay? She's not letting me into this Facebook group. Just not a game changer and I'm okay with that now. I really don't think I need to be in there. But like, I like honesty. Just say, I don't want you in my Facebook group. I don't think it would be healthy for have, to have you in my Facebook group. Well, let me know actually in your comments if, you, if she's let you in or not. Um, so that, you know, look, I, I can't 
tell you guys specifically like who's telling me what, but all I know is this. Jeff is flawed, okay? Jeff Lewis is, he's got his issues. The, the, it's not a um, sarcastic thing that the podcast is called Jeff Lewis Has Issues. He has a free podcast two times a week. And it's just two episodes of a serious radio show. He has a lot of personal issues. He's angry. He has no impulse control. I think he's gotten better over the years, but as we saw yesterday, he cuts deep. Okay. He goes deep. Um, I think personally that I have heard more negative things in the last few days from Hollywood insider types, people that actually are in Hollywood, um, whether they have worked with, know people who have worked with, et cetera, with Heather. I've heard a lot of DMs that are telling me some really interesting things. Um, And I have not heard that much positive. I'm just going to be honest. I'm just telling you guys what I'm hearing. I don't know her personally, but this is what is being told in this circle, okay? Not Jeff Lewis circle, the industry world. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that have horrible things to say about Jeff Lewis too. I see them. They're in my comments. They're everywhere. Even in my DMs. Like, that's what I'm saying. The truth is Heather and Jeff are two insanely polarizing figures. Both of them incite a lot of love and incite a lot of hate. And I don't know why, but this is just the way it is. And I think Heather can grow from this. I think Heather can get out of this. I think Heather's podcast is going to kill it because of this. I think Heather's going to make a lot of money off this because of her Patreon and because of her fans are hardcore and they will stick with her. You know what? They were joking about cult-like mentality for Jeff and Heather. I do think, I think they both have a cult-like vibe. They are not cult leaders on purpose. It's not like they're out there trying to brand people's, you know, brand JS and JLL on people's bodies like Nexium. I think that they literally have cult-like followings. I say this for real. I see it. Um, I'm dying to know how she reacts tomorrow. I hope, hope, hope we hear the words, I'm sorry, and this sucks, and I'm hurt, et cetera. I really hope she does. Because at least Jeff, even though he cuts deep and cuts hard and cuts like with a knife times a hundred and then pours salt in it, he did say yesterday, I am hurt. I am sad. And that's why this is so upsetting. I feel betrayed by a friend. And when he says that, it immediately gives me a little bit more insight into the why. Like if he just went out there and cut people down and didn't say the why, like we know that Jeff speaks from a hurt place. Jeff is like a little kid. I didn't get what I wanted. I'm going to say I hate you and slam the door, you know? But at least he's honest about his feelings. I want I want her to be honest about it. And I think that would go a long way. A lot of you guys are going to disagree with me. I thought what I saw at, on, at her going to Craig's, pretending everything's fine and like having a fun time, I think that that is like that kind of um, technique that a lot of people say they're just jealous, go and show them that you're having a good time. Um, Let them know that they're not hurting you. I actually think there's a lot of power to say I am hurt. And I know 100% that I've told you guys on this show many times I've gotten hurt. You know, like I think it's, there's a beautiful, beautiful power in being able to do that. 
And if she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't have to do it, right? She'll continue to make money. But what's more important in life, right? Like, do you want money or do you want friends? I don't know. Um, okay. So I will drop off there. 43 minutes. These episodes are getting long, you guys. Um, I appreciate you dosers. I appreciate the kindness. I also appreciate if you disagree with me, I totally do. Just be kind about it. Like we don't have to call each other names. We don't have, people don't need to, you know, be attacking people. Um, so let's just be kind about it. It's all good. And let's move on from there. And hopefully by tomorrow, we'll have something else to talk about. Real houses of OC, big brother. I don't know. Joe Jonas. Maybe Joe Jonas is around the corner still. Maybe I'll go on a walk. Love you, dosers. Bye.